All right, and we're live. So I'm Joe, Joe and Tell. What's going on? This is the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast, and today I have 12 Volt Talk. We got Derek, Big D Wiz. What's up, man? What's going on, Joe? Thanks for having us here today. Yeah, Rob, Hi-Fi Vega, what's going on? Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Hey, so check it out. I'm all dressed up today. Yeah, you know why, sharp. though? You know why, though, right? little bit of payback yeah last time i went on the year guys show and i was just like you know i'm just gonna go on the show and then these dudes are all dressed up they came <laughs> in all dressed up so now i'm dressed up because now you are my guest that yeah. we appreciate being able to uh be the guests sometimes and you know not have to be so formal <laughs> although you don't you don't yeah. really have to well you know i remember for your guys's podcast you had all this uh you know, you had your questions lined up for me. You know, you're all prepared. And on this podcast, I'll tell you right now, this is the agenda today. You want to you know what it is? There's no agenda. We're just going to we're just going to hang out and uh, hang out with these guys over here. We have our call in number. Right. So that's basically it. That's what we're going to do today. I, I did see a slight look of worry in Derek's face. He's a, he's a bit of a planner. Uh-oh. He, he likes to have the plan. <laughs> what Rob doesn't realize is I'm the world's worst planner, but I like to plan, if that makes sense. <laughs> doesn't make sense, I know. And I see the third era yes. is in there. Mr. Ed, thank you, Ed. We yeah. appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, you thank you. Ed, yeah. Ed made the trip, for those who don't know. He drove from California to Texas to our old school meet uh, for the end of October. And uh, just a really cool guy. Hung out with us and went to dinner, and we just had a good time. So it's uh, it's always cool to see him in the room. Uh, Joaquin, there's a few other ones here too. Yeah, uh, you guys, yeah, you have guys your, rock. You guys have your regular fan base. That's yeah. that's that's why I have you guys on right here. You know what I mean? We need to get some car audio love on the Joe and Tell channel. I don't know how many of them still have a, a telephone though, so hopefully some <laughs> <laughs> still got one that can call in. It's all yeah. good. You know what? We're just going to have fun today. I do have some shout outs that I want to mention to, uh, you know, these guys didn't ask for this, but I wanted to shout them out just because they were real cool. Let me see if I can do this. I'm This is new to me. As you can tell, I'm using StreamYard and you see the little duck right there. That means that I'm using the free version. That means I'm cheapy. You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Let's see. what. Okay. So the first one, I want to shout out to... This company, Appos Audio, um, I was actually looking at some in-ear monitors because these are huge. What I got on right now, these are these are huge and, um, you know, kind of mess up the hair. So I'm kind of looking into these in-ear monitors for the podcast. I think these would be cool. And they have a ton of here, a ton of them. They're like, you know, some of them are like, what, $41.99? So they have pretty inexpensive ones. And then they get up there pretty, pretty high, $666. They couldn't have chose a better price than that. All right. All right. But yeah, you get the idea. This is a pretty cool website. Maybe you guys can check them out. But uh, the guy, the owner was real cool with me. So I just wanted to shout him out. He didn't ask me to do this. It's something I'm doing on my own. I just like to help out some of these guys because, you know, they're up against some of the big boys. They're up against like Amazon. These guys are, are not so small, but SVS, I wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, if you don't know about SVS, they make subwoofers and I recommend them all the time. They have stuff from you know their smaller sb 1000s so they're real small subs and then they get up real crazy into like the 
the PB-16 Ultras that are monsters, but these guys have a wide range and, you know, you can try the stuff out at your house. So they have subs, they have they have speakers, and they give you a 45-day risk-free in-home trial. So that's my little sponsorship shout out there. And uh, you guys know about SVS? Who messes with SVS over here? Oh, I'm drooling over some SVS, man. Yeah? I would love to get one to test that on my amplifier dyno that's designed for car amps. It works with home amps and pro amps and everything else. Let's do it. I, I like that idea. I'm going to I'm gonna hit them up and tell them to send you something. Which one do you want? Uh, it doesn't matter. 10 inch is good. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see if we can get you. Those guys whatever, are pretty cool over there. Whatever they want to send, man. I'm sure from what I've seen, their stuff is quality equipment. So they don't have any worries of getting you know, some of the bashing that some of these other companies get that, <laughs> no. that rate their stuff through the roof. And yeah. I know SVS is quality equipment, though, so that's good. And I always appreciate having something that actually puts out its rated power even more. So that's always cool. Ha- have you seen the um, the design on the Ultra, the woofer design? I mean, I don't know if this is new to yep. you guys. You, you know, the car audio stuff. Do they have those woofers with those like close to eight inch voice coils? Like that's that's crazy if you tell me about that. You know what I mean? When I saw that, I'm like, yeah. that's nuts. Eight inch voice coil. What? Yeah, there's one uh, Parts Express sales. Rob, help me remember. It's a 15 inch sub with a Peer, um, Peerless by Tiffany. Yeah, that's it's, actually it's, uh, modified. They, they modified that version from what I understand. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh pretty stout. We haven't got one in the test yet, but we've we've kind of been jonesing it. But you know that uh JL Audio uses their uh, W seven car audio subs in their home subwoofers. So oh, yeah. those I, are yeah, those are real beefy too. Why not, right? Why not? Yeah. I'm just curious, do do are there a lot of designs that are similar where they do have that, you know, a huge voice quote? Cause I've never heard of a eight inch new record day there's very few that i know of there is some there's a lot of four inch voice coils but not anything that's you know eight inch voice cool yeah yeah so new record day thank you very much sir uh new record day i gotta give my boy a shout out this is ron he just had twins he just had twins his wife him and his wife just had twins amazing beautiful i mean i'm so happy for them a boy and a girl crazy very crazy and uh thank you for the love man i really wish you could have been on this one because he's he's an awesome host me i'm a more technical guy i just like to have fun i just wanted to you know mess with some of these toys and hang out with everybody but ron he's a awesome host so too bad he couldn't be here today i'm sure he wanted to that's awesome man congratulations if you leave that little banner up then i can i can play like wilson and uh what was it uh Home improvement. Are you just gonna peek over it? Oh, yeah, like this? That's, yeah. Yeah. that's you. Hey, it's your neighbor. I'm here talking yeah. to you. <laughs> he says. He says, please send babysitters. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Get all the sleep you can. If you haven't gotten all that sleep yet, you just won't have it for the next five years. So get used to it. Yeah, I was telling you guys about this new uh, this roadcaster. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? We're we're talking about the intros. How, would it be good if we? What's up? What's up? How you guys doing over there? Is that corny? Now, That's mad corny, right? Qu- now my question is, can you do the things that uh, Ferris Bueller did on his? What's that? Don't you remember the movie Ferris Bueller? He made it cough and sneeze and all kind of stuff by hitting his keyboard. I I think I can. I just need to pl- 
you know, throw those sounds in there. <laughs> I got this guy, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? And his name is John C. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know what that is, uh, you got to look it up. Look up John Cena prank call. Yeah. All right. So very cool. Let's see here. What's going on in the chat here? I don't want to ignore you guys. Man, we've got a lot of people somebody, in the chat. Somebody asked about GR Audio. Julian uh, asked about GR Audio. What GR. is uh, GR Audio? Do we know? Uh, are you talking about GR Research? Because I know um, Ron does a lot of stuff with with him over there at GR Research. So I'm not sure if you're talking about that. Um, sorry to hear. Uh, Rick, hope everything gets worked out. Okay. All right. Hey, back to the uh, SVS. Yeah, yeah. Um, who is is uh, Michael, the guy that does all the home theater stuff? Oh yeah, that's uh, Youth Man. Youth Man. Man. Sorry, I almost forgot his channel there for a minute. Um, man, he's really been doing a lot of subwoofer tests and, and a lot of speaker tests and a lot of mono price stuff too. And I know he's got he's got two of the big SVS subs right in his setup. The S yeah, those ones that we're talking about, the sixteen yeah. ultras. He has two of them. And his setup, if anybody here watching this has not seen Youth Man, go watch his channel and, and check out his room. He's got the coolest like display there at the front where he's got a rear-mounted projector, shoots up to the front, and he's got everything like on a articulating board. Oh, so it'll it tilts up and then he can get all his equipment, he can slide all the racks out. It's just super cool. But and he's got theater seats and all that too, but but to see his home theater, that's a real home theater. I'm jealous. <laughs> I need to go if next time I'm in, in Florida. Who here is from Florida? Anybody? Nobody? No. Nobody? All right. Yeah. Be in the news, the Florida man. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going next year. Uh, yeah, I think I've already talked to Dean at Five Star. We're going to try to get on his show. I think it's either April or May, something like that. We're going down there. Third Era, he, Third Era, thank you for calling in last time when we were testing out the call-in feature. I think we have it set up, so if anybody wants to test it out, I'll throw up the number again. It should be the title on, you know, on the title here. He says that uh, Peerless Sub is designed for sealed boxes and tons of power, super linear design. <laughs> Looks amazing. How do I get this so it's not on your face? How about that? Is there no way? <laughs> Maybe I should put myself down there. Can I do no, that? It's fine. No, no I, yeah. I, it's. I'm sure people appreciate my face being blocked, so it, it, don't worry about it. It's no good. <laughs> I'll just have fun peeking over it as you pull those up. So yeah, it's all good. Let's see here. I'm freezing my butt off in Houston, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I already asked Joe about his weather out there in Cali. He's out in L.A. and hey, yeah, they just check it out. What is this? We have a oh, phone call. I, I'm not going to pick this one up because. That's not going to the right number. That's that's calling me. That's probably a spam call. You know what I mean? They, they need to reach you about your uh, warranty. Would have been fun. Your we could have. We could have. They're going to want to talk to you about your warranty on your vehicle. I know, right? <laughs> we we could have tried to sell them some car audio while they were trying to uh, tell us, you know, sell us a warranty. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. yeah you see, that was that was to my that was to my cell phone. This that's is the funny. number: two three seven thirty thirty. So call it in and uh, let's see if this thing works. 
You know what I mean? It'll be fun to have you guys call in. So you need to have you need to have the Millie Vanilli jingle that says "Call the line, call it anytime." <laughs> Come on, man! You gotta gotta be prepared a little bit better. I know. It's a deep cut with the Millie Vanilli. All I did you was I got it. my hair cut today, girl. You know it's true. <laughs> Blame it on the rain. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop. It's getting really bad now. Hey, no, but but uh, so so back to the back to the subs. Yeah, those SVS subs, man. Um. I, I think I went on their site one time and they had like some open box stuff and I was, I was going to get one in because I know how popular they are. Mm. And I don't know, is Gene ever pulled one apart? Do you know an Audioholics? Does he pull one apart and like tested the amp out and all that stuff? You know or? what? Knowing that dude, he probably has. I don't know if he's done it on camera though. Gotcha. Let me see if I can yeah. find that peerless sub. Hey, by the way, I forgot to mention for anybody who doesn't already know about you guys, you know, so this is, this is a 12 volt talk here, right? And I, if you do a Google search, you'll find their YouTube channel, their Facebook page, their SoundCloud. What else do you have? You guys are everywhere. That's pretty much it yeah. for right now. And so. you'll notice it's 12 V talk. 12 V we talk. We're going to do 12 volt talk and mm-hmm. it just didn't look right all together. Yeah. So uh, obviously 12 volt is car audio related stuff. So we generally have guests on who are either in the industry or um, we have like sales reps, we have manufacturer reps, we have uh, engineers, all kind of fun people that we talk to about car audio. And we even have installers like Dean from Five Star Car Stereos joined us before and told us about how it is to live the life of a car stereo installer, especially these days with all the complexities involved. So uh, yeah, we just have a good time talking about car audio. Can you recommend something for me? All right, I just send you a message on your uh, Facebook group. Did you set up those questions, Rob? Because I don't remember doing that. <laughs> Can you recommend? I don't remember. Uh, we, might, we might need to modify that. How yeah. how else can they listen to your podcast? What other yeah, ways? So if you go on um, uh, Apple Podcast or Google Play and just search for Twelve V uh, Space Talk or Big D Wiz or High Five Vega. Will show up there, and you can subscribe to us straight straight through your podcast app. And whenever we release a new show, it'll pop up. And we've got we're at how many shows, Rob? Fifty seven or fifty eight? I think total. No, we're sixty five. See, we're gonna be I, was, I was close. <laughs> I was only ten <laughs> off. And I was yeah. just I was just saying, uh, Derek, you have a ton. You, first of all, one hundred forty four k subscribers on your Williston Audio Labs. You have like a million names. You have old school stereo. Big D Wiz, Williston Audio Labs, and then Derek, I guess I heard about that guy. But yeah. um so so the story of that is when I first started my YouTube channel back in 2006, I want to be anonymous, so I used Big D Wiz. Okay. I didn't change it until just last year because I wanted to change the name to something that made sense with audio. So I used Williston Audio Labs, which Williston is my last name. Audio Labs is talking about audio equipment. And uh, old school stereo is another side because I used to like to test <laughs> old equipment. And then I found out that people want to see more of the new equipment. Sure. So I didn't want to call the channel old school stereo when I'm testing new equipment as well. So, and I'm also showing uh, scooters and all kind of crazy stuff too, <laughs> but it's all for fun. I've been doing it, like I said, for uh, literally about 10 years. 2009 is when I really started trying to get content up at least once a month. And over the past three years, I've tried to do one a week. 
I see uh, here high five Vega. I see some kicker. What are those? Those are not square. Those no, are some those older are school kickers, man. Solo barracks. Solo barracks. I remember those. Yeah. So what's you know you kind of told me a little bit, but um, what have you guys been up to? Nothing. We just got back from the uh, old school stereo meet. Well, a month ago, we actually visited Kicker. That was totally awesome. Got the full tour, and yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it sounds cool, man. Is it, who's- yeah, Joe, the wall in there had 16 15-inch woofers, and they had 24,000 watts driving the 16 24-inch, uh, sorry, 16 15-inch woofers. And uh, let's just say that the side of the building was flexing. I've, I've got it on video. The, the side of the glass, building. The front glass of the building was flexing. It was the most incredible experience I've ever had in a listening environment that was outside of a car. You know what's funny is when you hear something like that on, uh, you know, in a different situation, right? Like in a building, it feels different than when you're in a car. Right. Just because, like, you know, there's a massive amount of air that it has to move. And so when it pressurizes something like that, it's just a different sensation. Yeah, no sure. doubt. They, uh, well, they said it Rob, measured, Rob. It was like 140 something dB in the room yeah. that they measured. So, I mean, a plane is 150. I mean, if you, if you look at the different sound charts of what sound pressure level is, you know, a jet plane within, I don't know how many feet is like 150 decibels. So, it was crazy loud and it was clear and it was clean and it was just mind yeah. blowing. They, they custom built some, uh, some line array drivers with, with their six and a half component sets. And I don't know how many, I think they had 4,000 Watts just on the, uh, the drivers, not the subwoofers. Yeah. Cause you'd have to have a pretty crazy setup in order to keep up with that amount of bass. Right. Yeah, for sure. And it, it was a bit like, um, I don't know if you've seen them, but the Brazilians have like what they call a stunt wall. And they just do like a big, uh, I think you maybe have seen them. They do like a big truck full of pro audio drivers and those crazy 3000 watt Brazilian amps that are this big. <laughs> Joe, if you and, haven't seen, uh, look at my tar amps 3K video because I show one of those trucks. Yeah. And actually shows the ground shaking and it's moving the the dirt off the ground that's the crazy people, the people freak out when the thing starts up because it's so loud they all run away and they're holding their ears and it's just it's, it's hilarious but yeah you got to see it i would love to experience maybe not that. experience it but you have to see it <laughs> no i want to experience it i want to Man, check you that gotta out. Stay, away, stay away from those compression drivers oh stay those away. are rough on the ears huh Man, i'm telling you like you get an spl vehicle which the base is fine i can handle the base but those high compression tweeters it's like i I would love to hear more than twelve thousand kilohertz the rest of my life you know i don't need this just at 150 db just from the mid-range that's like a youth man he loves horns we were just joking with him last time you know he loves like clips products so he loves horns and we're just telling him yeah they need they need what 10 watts or something of power to shake your whole you know to wake up your whole house right right very efficient yeah techno dad's in the house what's up techno dad looking sharp joe thank you we look kind of the same man except you're this guy was on his wedding day that's the back that's the history on this uh profile photo from his wedding wedding day 
Hey, I got to give you guys a shout out, uh, Joe. You and Techno Dad, when you guys did the uh, the sound bar comparison video, that was uh, fun. That yeah. was one of those videos that I like. When I watch it, it's just like you guys were hanging out. You were, you know, teaching people stuff, but you were also having a good time. That was a great video. Anybody who hasn't seen it, go check it out. I think it's on your channel there, right? Not Techno Dad. Yeah, on, yours. on my channel, I did one shopping for sound bars. On Techno Dad's channel, we did one that was shopping for TVs. So, yeah, it's all about having fun. You know what I mean? That's the thing about that we always talk about how when it comes to audio, uh, not so much car audio, but more like, you know, audio file, home audio type of stuff. Sometimes people get a little bit uptight and they forget that this is a fun hobby. You know, you kind of get, I think this uh, attracts some of like some know-it-all type of behavior. Like I know more than you type of behavior, which is. I get it. You know, you get a bunch of guys together. It's kind of what happens, but um, you got to remember it's fun. Right. And so that's what techno dad and, and youth man, when we get together, last time we were arm wrestling, like nothing to do with anything just to let people know, like it's about having fun, keeping in mind that this is a fun thing that we're all just like, you know, we're listening to music. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. That that's for sure. And it, it, that's not exclusive to home audio. Cause we've got a lot of, you know, pinkies up, tea drinkers in the karate community as well. And they just, people get a little high and mighty about things I wonder, nowadays. So, I'm, yeah, I'm nice. not I'm not sure if this is going to be a call. We'll see what this is. Hold on. <laughs> call from Dusty. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if these are, are coming from this, uh, this thing i just changed my phone service over so i don't know wait did you switch to an iphone no well i tried to and I, then i seen I, I seen the clip i, I didn't mm. watch it but i read it yeah uh, i don't know I, I tried to i tried to i really couldn't do it and uh, i explained it in my video it was just more of a philosophical thing you know what i mean i like being open i don't like to be exclusive and that's not it's not a thing that I'm cool with, right? Like if you have something good going, then welcome more people in and not don't try to back people out. All right, BN, BN Audio said, I just tried to call in. All right, you know what? Just call back right now. I just got um, new service and last time it was showing up a little differently here. But uh, go ahead and call back right now. Or I'll call you back. I, can, I see your number right here. Yeah, call in right now. Try it again. Sorry about that. I just wasn't sure if it was like a call from my mom's or something. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Hey, I need help with my computer. You no. give mom, you give moms your, uh, your Google voice number. That's a problem there, Joe. <laughs> no, that's the thing though. Is like the Google voice number is showing up as a regular call on here. You know, that's, what's kind of weird. Anyway, call back right now. Yeah. If there's a little bit of a delay. Android, that would never happen on iPhone. Never. Oh, oh, I see. I see how it is. There we go. Here we go. And, and Let's do the it. Ironic part is. Oh, there we go. There we go. Call from BN Audio. Yeah. One. Send a voicemail. Press two. BN Audio, you're on the air. What's up? What's up, guys? Uh, I heard we, you got a lot, little show going on with the. Uh, 12 volt talk guys and I want to call in and I've actually watched uh, some of Joe and Dell's videos on some reviews in the past. Yeah. So 
I wanted Joe's opinion on bookshelf speakers under $200. Bookshelf speakers under 200 bucks. Well, I do have that, uh, that speaker leaderboard where I ranked all of the speakers that I've ever reviewed, you know, and that's something that a lot of people are scared to do because they, you know, a lot of times reviewers are all about like, everything's great, but I kind of wanted to put myself on the spot and say, Hey, which one's better than what, at what price point? Right. And so you can check that out. Um, it's on all my videos. If you scroll down in the description, it says uh, speaker leaderboard, and then you'll see a link. Those are Amazon affiliate links. So if you buy something and get a commission, but check it out. Um, you can see 200 and under. Um, I don't know what's up there right now. Um, let me take a look here. You guys mess with uh, bookshelf speakers at all? Derek, Joe, Joe, while you're looking, I just wanted to give you a, an extra shout out about that speaker leaderboard. Cause that's a really great idea. Uh, we should be doing that on the car audio side too. Um, super helpful. And it's fun for me to watch when you do a review on a product and you try to decide where it's going to fit. Oh, <laughs> Cause you're like, Oh, it's a little better than this one. No, maybe not as good as that one. It, but, uh, that's half the fun for me is watching you try to decide where it fits in on your chart. It's tough, man. It's tough sometimes because you know, sometimes one it's good at one thing, not so good at another thing. And so a lot of times people will want to hold me to things too. Like, Hey, you said this one's above this one on 200, but you know, in the other section, it's, it's below it. Yeah. You know, it, this is more, um, just kind of a guideline, but under 200 bucks, I have the FS 52 towers, Micah RB 42s that are 149 bucks. Yamo S eight Oh threes. The flu wants are powered. So if you don't have an app, those are a good way to go. Yeah. That's where I Yeah. Check those out. So you, you can have you test the audio engine, any of those yet? Uh, audio engine, I have not, but you mm. know, I hear good, some, some good things about them. Yeah. I, I haven't, I've just been curious about them. You know, I've heard some good reviews, but I figured I'd ask my guy if he knew. Yeah. Have you, so have caller, have you, have you tried any of those speakers? What do you have right now? Um, I've got some, uh, JBL, uh, single six and a half tweeters, uh, power speakers but they're only but they're just too big for my desktop so i wanted to get something a little smaller i was looking at the state audio uh new air motion yeah i have a uh, bookshelf for like about 60 70 bucks i've heard pretty good things about those tweeters and, and just the, the six and a half is pretty solid let's be honest for 60 so. bucks you can't really go wrong right if those play any sort of music you should be happy and and my experience with a lot of their stuff it sounds pretty good you know, not the best, but sounds pretty good. And uh, I think people get their money's worth when it comes to that, uh, the Dayton audio stuff. Hopefully Have you um, listened to them yet? The, I've, the last Dayton audio ones that I heard were the Dayton MK402 BT, MK402 BTs. And those sounded good. Yeah, I like those. Anyway, hope, hopefully that tough. helps. That'll kind of give you a, a quick guideline there, and let me know what what yeah, you decide I'll, on. Yeah, I'll watch your. Uh, I'll, I'll rewatch that video. It's been a little while. And... Sounds good, man. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. there's so many products out there, Joe. I know you could probably spend literally every day testing speakers, bookshelf speakers, and not get through them all. 
Uh, it's kind of the same way for us. You know, we get a lot of requests for opinions and, and my whole thing is, you know, we all hear a little different. Um, we all have things we like. Some of us like the highs a little sharper. Some of us like a little bit more bass. Um, but yeah, there's the thing about it that people need to realize is going from nothing to something is a huge step, right? So then when you go from this to the next step, it's not quite as far. So you spend, you know, just a little bit of money, you can actually make a really big step up. And the best example I can give is like your soundbar video, right? You're going from speakers in your TV that are two inches at most, two yeah. and a half inches to a soundbar that in a lot of cases has got more drivers. It's got a better dispersion. It just, it gives you that vocal audio and it just makes everything a whole lot better. So something as simple as just a soundbar. And then if you can add a subwoofer on top of that, then big difference, you, know, you right? can make a big difference for a couple hundred bucks, you know, not a whole lot of money. Yeah. From a lap, from laptop speakers to, uh, to any, any powered speakers are going to be a, an upgrade. So that's what I'm trying to tell people. Like get, get something, you know, don't stress out too much as far as what's the best, get something, right? It might not be the best, get what you can afford. Right. And for the most part, you're not going to get something that's terrible. Yeah. Well, you you got the Dinah sitting right there in your corner. That's a good oh, example of something. I something built you these. Do. Yeah, we, yeah. I didn't build them, but I helped design these. Right. So, yeah. you know, I don't claim to be a crazy speaker designer, but they sound awesome. You know, look at that. Look at that surround on there. Look like you're Savards. Yeah. So, is that how you say it? Savard? How do you say that? Savard. Savard. Yeah. yeah. They're, fr- they're fr- I say it, you know, I'm from Arkansas. So, uh, I had to put a little twang on it. There you when go. I say it. They're French and, and fancy. They're from Louisiana. So yeah, we we confirm that Savard. So. <laughs> what did you end up doing with those? That was a what six and a half inch. Yeah, I still got it. Where you rocking I that? Got, yeah, I, do, I just play around with it. I, I plan on doing a lot more six and a halves as well. I just uh, I like a lot of bass out of small speakers. That kind of intrigues me. So when I'm making a video, first thing I think is how is it, how does this interest me? what am I going to do to excite myself and then try to turn it into a video after that? Yeah. Keep. So KB says, I bought the dinos. I thought it was a great project and idea, man. Cool. man. I want to see how those turned out. Show me on Instagram. Um, what else we got here? He loves his Savards. So, so what's up? What do you, what do you think about, um, smaller woofers? that obviously they have to have more excursion in order to kind of compete. What's the difference between that versus let's say a larger cone, larger surface area, but maybe something without as much excursion. Like what are the trade-offs there? Usually, usually box size from what we've seen, because, you know, I recently showed a video with a 32 inch subwoofer. It was a Clarion subwoofer from, when was it? 2000, Rob? 2002? Yeah, 2000. 2000. Clarion made a uh, car audio specific. It was not a pro audio driver. It was actually a car audio specific driver. 32 inches. Showed the video. People were like, oh, that thing's not moving at all. You know, it's not doing much. Yeah. With 200 watts, Joe, it was shaking the car almost to pieces. <laughs> So what people don't realize is a bigger driver doesn't have to move as much to move the, you move a lot of air. Um, but going back to what we talked about, what Rob mentioned before the six and a halfs in the car audio industry, the new six and a half inch subs are so beefy and it can handle so much power now 
that most people that back in the day, when I say back in the day, in the 80s and 90s, that used to need 12s and stuff, now you can get by with a couple of six and a halfs and get plenty of bass. That's crazy. It's actually, it's, it's really impressive because you don't have to take up your whole trunk either. That's amazing. You can just yeah. set them up horizontally, right? Boom. <laughs> just make an array of them you know as, as much as i like these small drivers and i'm fascinated with them i will say that if you have the space always go with the larger driver up to a point now 18s 15s maybe you're going a little too much but 10s and 12s for sure you you want to go with the larger driver they're more efficient typically unless you're getting something with a really heavy motor structure but space makes space so you can overpower a small driver and kind of make up the difference. But why do that if you don't have to? Yeah. So it's funny because I, I was told you guys that I used to rock three 10 W sixes. Now I know that's not nothing crazy, but it was good. You know, 30, what is that? 30 inches of surface area equal to what? Two fifteens. Right. And so, eh, eh, you know, you kind of get where I'm going with that. But, um, I always remember thinking back in the day, now, I don't know how accurate this was, but I remember thinking like that 15s, like some of the bigger ones seemed sloppy to me. Like in my mind, I don't know if it was actually a true a thing, but it seemed like, oh, 310s are tighter. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be more accurate or something. I don't know how true that is. Go ahead, yeah, I've, I've heard some really accurate 18. So, um, yeah, I think it depends a lot on the box, uh, the design, how the vehicle is set up. We, um, I got a demo uh, a couple years ago with some Surum Vega Stroker 18s, and wow, talking about control, dynamics, everything is incredible. And those are those are really known as SPL drivers, designed for you know just really sound pressure output at higher frequencies, but they do low frequencies as well. But uh, I'm sure Rob has got a an idea too, a better suggestion. No, it's it's definitely dependent on on the enclosure that you build. I think we got that in car audio, especially because people in car audio, if you're putting a 15 or 18 in, you're doing it to be loud. So your box is geared towards that loud style. Tens, you know, you're a, a lot of times you're a little bit more moderate with that. So I, th I think that is a bit of a misconception with most things, but you know, there's always a little truth behind every misconception. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just imagine like a big floppy, like paper, paper woofer, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, ten, tens have always been, I think the most popular size in car audio, just because they are so flexible, right? They, they can do the hard hitting rock type bass, the real tight uh, kick drum bass. And they can also do some of the lower synthesized bass as well. Um, but yeah, nowadays, I mean, I use a 10W7 in my car, which is a JL Audio 10-inch sub. It's in a like 1.75 cubic foot tuned to 34 hertz. And yeah, <laughs> uh, it's pretty impressive for what it is for only like 500 watts going to it. So it, it depends on what you want, right? I want some trunk space. Um, I don't have to have my whole car rattling apart like some people want, but it's plenty of bass for me. I've got a question. This is a... I'm, it's hard to keep up with all of the questions here. So if you definitely, definitely want your question answered, just call. I don't, I'm just going to pick it up. So, you know, but uh, let me see. I see here. This is Paul says, how do you get vehicle audio soundstage properly? This is something I've never really heard in a vehicle. Oh, what a good question. 
Yeah, that's, that's a, a tough good one. question, Paul. I'm gonna have to defer a little bit to Rob, but I I will give you um, my opinion on the matter before I pass it to him. Um, a lot of car audio is is install and how much you're gonna put into the work of what you're gonna do because if you notice these guys who these sound quality systems, they completely sound dead in the car. They build speaker pods and they angle the drivers and stuff so they point at the driver drivers facing the driver they angle the tweeters as well usually have the tweeters up a little higher than the mids and it can be a lot of work to get that super good sound stage but again i'm gonna go way back to what i said earlier it doesn't take a lot to make that first big huge step i mean these days you've got superb factory audio systems that costs, you know, $2,500, $3,000 upgrade to get this premium setup. Pull out those speakers and look at them. They're, in most cases, they're some of the crappiest little wimpy speakers that you'd ever see. So you can still upgrade even from the premium systems. And what I would, what Rob and I usually suggest is you get the lower upgraded system or non-upgraded system and then do aftermarket for everything. You know, the biggest problem with it is you can't add it into your car payment and that's why a lot of people want to do it and it also gives you a better head unit in most cases but uh kind of getting off topic here but um uh, what i would say is there is a lot of ways to do it but if you're going to get super picky about your sound stage you get ready to pay some money because these guys spend a lot of money searching for the perfect sound and perfect sound to me may not be the same as a perfect sound to you and I think you can get by without spending a whole lot. Rob, what you have to say? So, like you said, the, the perfect sound stage is going to take, you're going to go about it, you know, basically one way to get the perfect, and you're going to have to tear your car apart because in a house, you can move yourself to the perfect center or where you want to be. You can move your speakers to where they want to be. In a car, you have five seats you're trying to aim for the driver's seat. You know, we usually do one seat tune. So you're basically at the build pods, like Derek was saying. If you don't want to do that, you can get close, but it's going to be all time alignment. If you're using factory locations, you're going to have to time align it and just sit there and tweak and tweak and tweak until you get it to where you think it sounds good. So that's basically the best you can do in car. You're not going to be able to get as good as home, in my opinion simply because you have set seats. You can't just move your furniture or move your speakers without doing some major modifications. I think Joe did a video about how to place your uh, bookshelf speakers on your dash. You could do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a perfect center, huh? That's it right there. So, you know, <laughs> it's funny because if you think about it, right, headphones are worse. Not, uh, not wor Just put it this way. At least in a car, you have some space, right? Headphones are right on your, how about in-ear, right? Those are like in your eardrums. Can you get a sense of, uh, you know, imaging with those? Mm, kind of. Depends on the type of recording, right? So, like, if you were to listen to binaural right now, you'd hear stuff like five feet away because that's it's made for that type of uh, recording. I always wondered if there would be a way to, uh, you know, to basically there'd be one type of recording and your system based on, how far your speakers are would kind of extrapolate and figure out how to place the sound. That kind of would be a cool idea. But my point just being, if you can get some sound stage with 
in-ear monitors and headphones, then yeah, definitely you can get it with a car, right? You have to deal with reflections and things like that. But one, th- here's what a quick crossover is uh, at Rocky Mountain. I heard these Polk audio speakers, right? Called the what are they? The Legend L800s. All right. Now you guys got to check this out. We did a whole podcast just about those. We couldn't stop talking about them. Basically, they had speakers, right? Imagine a ta- tower speaker, and you know you have your woofers on the bottom, and then on the top you had like speakers that were facing that way and then another one like i would say 45 degree facing the other way right and you're like what the, what is that like what is what is that supposed to do right and i thought it might be interesting for use in a car audio scenario because what they're doing so imagine both speakers are doing that right identical speakers one facing that way towards your ear another one facing like the wall anyway the way what it's actually doing from what my understanding is it is uh, eliminating the crosstalk. So when you hear the left speaker, right, it's supposed to only go to your left ear typically, right? But it actually gets to your right ear, right? And same for the right speaker, it goes to your right ear and it also gets to your left ear, right? That crosstalk is something you don't want, right? You got it pulled up right here. Yeah, that's how it looks, right? So uh, that cross, basically what they're doing is that other speaker on the other side. So let's pretend this is the right speaker, right? If this is the right speaker, then that l- top left part is hitting your right ear, which it should. But it's also hitting your left ear. The speaker on the right, what it's doing is it's doing like um, a, a right minus left or left minus right. I don't know. One of those two, right? And so that's interesting because it's kind of, it's canceling out what the other ear is not supposed to hear in a simple way, right? That's a simple physical way, not using DSP. That's, so basically there's the wires that are going into it. You have a left, you know, left and, you know, positive and negative going to the left speaker, positive and negative going to the right speaker, all right? But then they have another wire that connects the two speakers to each other, right? That's doing, have you guys ever done like connect like positive on both ends of an app and it sounds like all funny sounds like surround sound yeah yeah uh, they're, they're you know we we recently saw an app it's called the kicker warhorse it it works kind of like that it's just a uh, push pull amp so kind of like you're saying hook into each other so all the positives from speakers hook up to the positive side of the amp and all the negatives hook up to the negative side of the amp so it's kind of the same the same type of uh, hookup anyways. It was just crazy. If, if you guys heard this, it's just amazing because it was like some of the best imaging I've ever heard. You know, they didn't have the speakers that far apart, but it, they sounded way further apart than they were because of the cancellation of uh, what the other ears are not supposed to hear. I'm wondering if that can be used in car audio also. I imagine that would take a, a lot of space to make that happen <laughs> with the drivers. <laughs> we got a call here. All right. Call from. My name is Pete. To accept, press one. All right, all right. I'll accept. Hey, what's Joe? your name? Where are you calling from? It's Pete. Well, I'm from uh, South Carolina. Hey, what's up, Pete? How you doing, man? What 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 do you I got for us? What was that? I talked to you on the last podcast. Oh, okay. What's what's going on? You have a question for us or what? 
I have a little information on that that you're talking about. It's called the wave cancellation. The wave cancellation. Yeah, it's when you have the two speakers pointing at it. It's one start, one is it's canceling the other one out. Right, right, exactly. That's exactly right. It's canceling the sound that you're not supposed to hear. It was just interesting to me that they were exactly. doing it in a physical way, right? Because there are ways okay. to do it using DSP, but I just thought it was so cool that they did it in a physical way that when I got back from Rocky Mountain Audio Fest, I ended up getting another pair of speakers and putting them beside my other bookshelf speakers and trying to hook them up the same way. And guess what? The imaging was way better than without them. So it's nothing, you know, I'm sure they did it in a better way, but it's a cool trick. So. Yeah. And what they actually do is they, the, if you look at the way the crossover is hooked up, the mid range and high. Yeah. The, tweeter, the secondaries that are facing the other way, have a different uh, type of uh, capacitor hooked in. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing all kinds of stuff, too. So in addition to it uh, canceling out the left minus right signal, right? Because that's what happens when you hook up the two positives. You get a left minus right or right minus left, depending on how you have it hooked up. In addition to that, they're they're taking into account. So that's a Haffler. It's called the Haffler circuit. You can look that up. That's an old school. That's yeah. where uh, that's actually where uh, Dolby Pro Logic was kind of derived from from that Hafler circuit. Actually, exactly. That's where they got those rear speakers. And but these guys are in addition to that. What they're also doing is they're taking into account the head transfer function. So what this ear is hearing is actually modified because your face is in the way. And they took an average of a bunch of people's faces to kind of get an idea of what the other one or the other ear is hearing. And accounting for that in the cancellation. Crazy stuff. Believe it or not, I can't remember the name of the company that made it. They, they were experimenting with that back in the, in the late 70s. It didn't go anywhere. It could have been Polk, actually, because the Legend series is a throwback to some of the old stuff that they were trying back in the day. Yeah, and it SDA. was actually... It was, it was, it was a um, it was a pretty big speaker that they were using. It was two, I believe. They were they were using it on a twelve inch, and the mid range was an eight inch. Right. I'm trying to remember, I'm I'm, I'm a bit older than you are. So. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, hey, inch. I appreciate the input. It's always good to have you, you know, in the chat and answering questions because that's what it's all about. You know, you kind of have to share your knowledge, and uh, yeah, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in again. All right, Joe. Hey, take care. Take care. That's so cool. I love it when people call in like that. I just, I just think it's really, really cool. Yeah, you know, Joe, the original Polks that you're talking about, the uh, SDAs from back in, I think it was the early to mid '80s when those first came out. They had uh, the big models had eight six and a halfs. They had a 15 inch passive radiator at the bottom, and I think they had either six or eight soft and tweeters at the top i'm not sure oh we got another call you got another call sorry to interrupt you hey, but you know sorry, hey these guys are very important here you're on the air what's your name and uh where are you calling from how y'all doing this is jackson from alabama what's up how you doing man you have a question uh, hey man 
I just got a question for Joan Tail. Is that a Christmas tree behind you? Y- yeah. Is it early? Is it a, what? What month is it? What mo- Man, it's in November. Early November. <laughs> hey, you know what? My wife said that the earlier you put up the tree, they found a correlation between how early you put up the tree and how long you live. So, you know, we kind of stretch that out a little bit. Lucky, lucky it wasn't up here next to the uh, the pumpkins. Hey man, I'm not hiding. You're Christian. Uh, yeah, you know, you're you Christian. I, I I wouldn't say that, but you know, I, I like to celebrate. You know, but yeah, <laughs> is that your question about my my Christmas tree? We got Santa right here too. Hold on, where is he? You like my my redneck accent? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. It's I the, like my accent. It's the best. You, I got my accent down pat. My, yeah. my accent. Yeah, man. Now, what you guys talk about? Well, speakers, podcast. Yeah, well, you get a we. You can get away with saying "mang" with the G, like you know. Only time I get to say that is if hey, I say man. "mango." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, mang. I love it. You got a question hey, man, for us I'll or what? No, I, I just like you guys are saying like the technology aspect of it but keep it up i'll call another time yeah man hey i appreciate you calling we're here just to mess around and and uh i love these calls you know what i mean thanks for tuning in yeah thanks for taking my call Call another time take it easy all right man see you man that dude's cool i like that i like that (laughs) oh man yeah man so i don't want to hold you up very any, any longer let me just see if there's any more calls you know what i mean and then uh let's see here i don't want to go over on time too much but we got we got a few calls if you have any questions for uh 12 12 v talk i save 12 volt talk yeah either way it is 12 volt talk but we yeah. we tried to use the domain and try to use the name it just didn't look right when you squish it all together <laughs> like 12 volt to talk uh, here we go here we go we got it oh here we go oh, here we go alabama's calling back all right what's your name where are you calling from uh christian calling from battle creek michigan hey how's it going man you got you have a question for us yeah i was wondering if any of y'all are going to climology show y'all the extreme side of car audio i think that's for you guys no uh i'm I'd love to, but I doubt I'm going to be able to make it. I, I want to make it sometime. It looks like such a blast to go, but uh, I don't know about Derek. What about you? Yeah, probably not this year uh, coming up because I've got some other things planned, but I definitely do want to to make it out there sometime for sure because it looks like a blast. Whoa. Yeah. See whoa, the pores whoa. on my face here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Trying different things out. We're saying this is the one where you're vain, but yeah. I, I didn't get the question. What was it? What was it about? Uh, he's he's asking about Slamology, which is uh, one of the big uh, car shows they put on, or one of the big car audio shows they do throughout the year, uh, and it's it's a big one. It's one of the I biggest. Think it's the biggest now. Yeah, the biggest yeah. one. So it's got a uh, you know lots of different types of vehicles and uh, just a whole lot of people that are into car audio. So so what's up? You listen to these guys? You you listen to Twelve V Talk? You watch their stuff? Oh, yeah. I watch them, uh, Sundown After Dark, all of them. Yeah, man. I love it. 
Well, thanks for calling in. You have any other questions besides that one? I do got one statement. All right. 12 volt talk is better than everyday audios. Oh, my dude. My God. Oh, snap. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna clip this out. I'm gonna send it to Skip One and say in your face, sucker. <laughs> well, cool, man. Thanks for talking. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Take care, bro. It, it's cool, right? The call in is cool, right? You guys enjoying it? You enjoying Great it over there? Yeah. This is a little wild card uh in there. You never know what you're gonna get. You may get a guy from Alabama, it turns out not to be from Alabama and I know, yeah. right? I yeah. know. Ask me about my uh, starting talking about religion. Next thing you know, we're going to talk about politics. It's going to get crazy up in here. Oh, yeah. That, then everyone can hate us. Yeah. Well, hey, what do you guys usually do on your podcast? You have your 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 scripted thing, and then afterwards you kind of just like hang out, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just talk in the chat and uh, see. I mean, we always talk about BMX at some point. BMX. Yeah. I was thinking about that uh, earlier today. I saw some uh, some skater dudes. Yeah, yeah. Derek's got Derek's got the bug pretty bad right now. He got bit. The the one with the kid that does a slow motion jump that lands on his back on the seat. Oh, Joe, dude. have you seen that one on Facebook? I have. It's like got eleven million views now. But yeah, the little kid it looks like he's maybe ten years old. He hits a jump, and it, the whole video is in slow motion. He goes up and he's getting like straight up in the air and his feet come off. And then, oh, he lands and the seat just digs right into his back. I don't know how he survived it. But uh, yeah, ouch. Hexabase. Hexabase is, uh, we're hoping to get him on future episode. Um, We have, we did a podcast with his boss uh, at Audio Dynamics uh, a few months ago, Aaron. And uh, yeah, he had lots of things. And of course, if you watch any hexabase videos, you know that the guy's pretty uh, <laughs> wicked, wicked smart. Too much, man. I'm I'm right there. I'm like taking notes, yeah. but it's like he, he's living too in, much. in 3019. We're in 2019. <laughs> he's in 3019. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got here? We got a question. I'm, I want you guys to answer this. What do you think? I'd rather have bookshelves with a sub for sure. Tower speakers, the more passive that you add on to me, the worse it is. And I know home audio passive is like a big thing, but I'd rather be more active. And the easiest way to do that is some bookshelves with just a, a mid and a tweeter and then a sub. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to step out a little bit and say I'd rather have tower speakers with a sub. Because oh. if you have bookshelf speakers, then you have to put them on a bookshelf. So, but if you have the space... Why not just use tower speakers instead? Then you still have your sub. You know what? I I think that bookshelf speakers, if you're going to use them on stands, they don't really save that much space. You know what I mean? No, they don't. It's just a stand instead of speakers. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) What happened? They look nice if you get a nice, if you get some nice stands. Yeah. Yeah. But by the time you buy the nice stands and the bookshelf speakers, you could have just bought the tower and it goes all the way down to the floor. Yeah. Why well, start with what is this guy saying? Jesse, what are you saying over here? Car audio is kind of opposite. Most guys started with subwoofers and stock front stand. That's kind of true. I did. Yeah, that is true. That is true because most people get into car audio because of the base, because it's so easy inside the confines of a vehicle to 
have really loud booming bass without a whole lot of money, especially these days with the cost um, that's dropped so dramatically for the equipment that you can get, you know, thousand watts for a hundred bucks. Now, back in the day, it was a thousand watts for a thousand dollars. So you're yeah. talking a huge, huge price. And that, that comment correlated with his first comment, which he's saying, I find it interesting that home audio guys generally started with a focus on mids and highs and are really now starting to get into the higher output subwoofers versus car audio guys who started with the subwoofers and, and are getting into the mids and highs as they evolve, I guess. That is true, right? Yeah. See, I, I remember back in the day, I'm starting start, to start sound like an old guy here, but there wasn't power home subwoofers. Back what? in the day, you, when you bought home subwoofers, you bought a passive home subwoofer and you had to buy like an NHT. They made a separate amp back in the day that you could use as a subwoofer amp. But the way I got around it is, and here's the other problem, Joe, a lot of the receivers didn't have preamp outputs, or at least they didn't have subwoofer outputs. They had preamp input outputs that had jumpers on them. And it was really difficult to hook, hook up a subwoofer back in the 80s late 80s early 90s because the receivers just didn't have the outputs at that time i remember having a receiver that i had to take the jumpers from the inputs from the front went to another receiver and use that to power my subwoofers <laughs> and had a crossover those little f mods by harrison labs that you know oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about actually that's crazy so we're spoiled basically we have so many options now Yes, we are spoiled these days. Man, I wish we can get more people in audio because if they only knew, it's so easy. You know, it's not complicated. And yeah. it's and it's not ex- not expensive anymore either. Yeah, that's a thing. You don't have to spend and too you know, much. It, the sad truth is I have a lot of nice headphones that I could use. You want to know what headphones I use the most? Which? White Apple headphones. Oh, are you serious? With the lightning cable. Did you check out those new ones? The the AirPod Pros? Yeah. The AirPod Pros? No. No, I haven't. I checked them out. But did what do you think? I don't I didn't I don't expect them to be stellar. Um You know what? Uh my buddy over here, Jeffrey, he's a he's a, a moderator a moderator with me on budget audio files. So he's saying Micah gang. Because uh, Micah is known for very inexpensive speakers that are actually pretty good, like very good for for their price, especially. And uh, so, yeah, he actually tried out the AirPods Pro and he was saying how it was uh, it's so trippy to have noise canceling on earbuds. Right. Because you kind of expect noise canceling when you have something over your ears. But when there's when just all of a sudden there's no sound and you don't really feel anything over yours, it's kind of a different sensation. And I, I agree with that. Yeah. They didn't sound terrible. I mean, they sounded okay. They sounded okay. Do you remember when they had their first attempt at a high end headphone? It was, it was a plug in headphone, still 3.5 millimeter. They were $80. They had, they were some of the first dual driver head, uh, in-ear headphones I ever had. And uh, I forget what they were called. I don't know if they were called premium or. Do you remember these there? Who are you t- who are you talking about? Apple. Yeah, Apple had them. Really? Yeah, and they were they were in ear. They had dual drivers. Those are probably the best sounding Apple headphones Apple ever made. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't remember those. 
I'm going to have to look them up now and share, share the screen here. I, I can tell you one thing that's really good about the uh, Apple EarPods that come with the phone is the microphone. Uh, a lot of people may not realize this, but uh, up until uh, two months ago, all of my voiceovers were done with Apple EarPods. Wait, wait, what? Say, say that again? The microphone that's built into the EarPods that come with the iPhone yeah. is extremely good to the point where I tested out a bunch of different mics for my voiceover. And it was just easier to plug the EarPods into my iPad when I did the voiceover. And I listened to them all and I'm like, ah, the difference is not that great. So I use it until about two months ago until I got this deity uh, <laughs> D3 Pro that uh, Joe recommended. And uh, I've been using this one ever since. But that's why these guys love me. You know what I mean? People take action. I got this uh, S mic 2S XLR one. It's awesome. Well, but that's crazy. How, how would you do that? Let's say if you had the um, the wireless ones, though, that's what I'm kind of curious about. Yeah, you know what's interesting is is none of the wireless ones that use Bluetooth, whenever you try to use the camera app or you try to use a lot of the recording apps on yeah. the iPad or the iPhone, it will not let you record with those, which I never have really got because I'm like, that would be so cool that if I gave somebody else one of the other ear pods or something and we could do like a double voice thing. It's like one on each channel. Why don't they do this? They're messing yeah, up. They don't allow you. Yeah, they don't allow you to do that for they some should, reason. And then listen. Rob had a really good idea when we were at the old school meet is why don't they have these microphones that have a front output and then have a back uh, microphone as well. So when you're interviewing or talk, talking to somebody and you're holding your camera, you can capture them and yourself, one on each channel. That would be super cool. So Rode or whoever's listening, sure or Deity. We have the trademark on it. Yeah, <laughs> just, just yeah, we'll, we'll we'll let you sign it. I thought Technodad was the gearhound. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he is the gearhound. You know, I'm happy with what I have already. But you guys got me thinking about those AirPods because guess what? Those actually work on my Android phone too. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just look kind of cool, actually. I, I want them for phone calls because I talk mm. on the phone a lot. So I wouldn't mind having, how, you know, it seems like the phone calls are good on those. And that's all I care about. Yeah, I use the regular um, AirPods. I don't have the Pros, but I bought them last year around Christmas and I've been using them for about a year. If you can keep up with them and not lose them, that's the hardest part. Um, uh, sound, sound quality is pretty good. I mean, it's not superb, but. 10 T4. So uh, he's referring to some in-ear monitors. These are, I believe, are, um, what is it called when, they, when they're when they like crowdfunding? It's one of those types of deals. The 10 T4, they had T2s and T3s that are popular because they're inexpensive. They actually, that's the ones I was showing you on the Apple store that are cool in-ear monitors. I'm kind, I'm kind of curious. I want to see. You know, these are inexpensive uh, products. Yeah. What, what kind of headphones are you rocking? Uh, Derek, uh, these I don't even know. <laughs> they are, uh, yeah, they're something generic, they're not anything fancy. Yeah, I guess I should have said, Oh, they're the XYZ brand, but they're not. Are, are you interested in uh, in ear monitors at all? Ah. No, not for you, not not super i mean for what rob and i do and for podcasts it's just for vocals anyway so i'm not it's not like i'm listening to uh 
you know, Mariah Carrier or anybody <laughs> like that over my earphones. I need so. to send you some. I've got some, like, I've got like three sets of Hi Fun Man in ear monitors here. They're okay. I'm going to, I think we should get you some just for fun. It might be fun. You know what I mean? We got one more call. I think we'll just make this the last call. And uh, I think we're good. We're at um, hour 22. So let's take this real quick and then. Fun. Here we go. Aaron. What's up? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Aaron. I'm calling from New Mexico. How's it going, Aaron? Going good. You got a question for us? Yeah, I had a question for Derek and um, Hi Fi Vegas. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence of, about buying a Rockford, about buying a Rockford Fosgate amp versus a Sundown. One Sundown is like what half the price as a Rockford. So what would be the difference? All right. Yeah. So we're, I think we're getting a little bit of feedback if you're listening to us and calling in at the same time. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, can, yeah. Can that's okay. Can you clarify what uh, the power you're looking for and what you're looking to use the amp for? Oh, uh, just that two twelves on a fifteen hundred watt amp is what I'm looking for. Yeah, like the like the SAE fifteen hundred point one D on the Sundown or the Rockford Power fifteen hundred one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So, um, here's my thoughts on that and I'll let Rob right. give it a shout afterwards, but the, uh, the Rockford T uh, 1500 BDCP has got the constant power output function, which means that you're going to get closer to the 1500 Watts at multiple different ohm loads. So when you have your 12s hooked up, you may have them wired to two ohms. But when frequency hits the drivers, they're going to fluctuate. Like the ohms are going to go, you know, down below two, and they're going to go up over 16 ohms. And the Rockford amp, it compensates for that with its um, with its advanced power supply. It uh, it actually puts out more power when the ohm load gets higher. Whereas the Sundown, it's just going to drop power as you get up. Now. You're, you're thinking about that. What does this mean? Well, what it means is the Rockford is going to sound louder uh, on the same yeah. set of 12s because of the way uh, all that works. I, I agree the price is a big, you know, it, it's a biggie, obviously. Sundown makes great amps. The SAE 1500, I think, is a it's not a Korean. I think it's a Chinese amp, which, again, their quality control is still pretty good. The Rockford amp is made in China, but they're uh, engineered here in the U.S., um, your resale value after a few years of Rockford is going to be worth more than the Sundown. But I don't think you get wrong with either one. Uh, I just think you'll probably get more usage and, and a longer life out of the Rockford. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I think you summed it up pretty well. The Rockford is a high-quality piece, but I don't think you'd be – you wouldn't be – sad if you got either one you wouldn't be unimpressed you'd be impressed with either one i think but like derek said the if you're going to sell on the rockford later it's going to be worth more obviously it's a little bit you know the name recognition i guess uh for quality not to say that sundown does not have that quality but yeah they just uh they just don't have the reasonable value all right thank you thanks for calling man thanks for calling yep Bow down to you guys, man. That was I like it when you get technical like that, Big D Wiz. That's awesome, man. 
I, I think last time I talked to you, you also wanted to mention something about uh, amplifier power ratings. If you want to kind of oh. go into that real quick, you know, I don't want to stir anything up too crazy because I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned it, Joe, because I have an eBay amplifier here that says, can you read that? How many watts does that say, Joe? Um, you know what? It, it's hard to tell from here. What does it say there? It says 3,800 watts. 3,800. This was like $50 on eBay. Mm. So uh, I don't know what's up <laughs> with, the in, with the industry and the way they allow this. Um, I've talked to, <laughs> by Rockwood and call it a day. <laughs> I've talked to some of the, uh, some of the big, you know, big wigs at MTX and Rockford and M- at kicker and all that. I'm like, guys, why are you allowing this? You know, why don't you go after these companies that are making up these false claims? And, you know, I think they're, they, they have a limited time and limited funds and going against these other guys is just a waste. Cause there's so many, that pop up all the time because you can, you know, you can get a Joe and tell uh, 6k amp made over in China and you know, get a thousand of them over here and sell them for, you know, 200% profit. That would be so awesome. Those would be doing. awesome, by the way, you should do that. <laughs> and you can hook it, hook it up to your, uh, your, your uh, bookshelf speakers <laughs> that you put on your dash. You might have to market some uh, Velcro. There you, know, you go. So you can mount them. But uh, yeah, so what I try to do on my channel is I'll buy a lot of this junk and just test it so that people can see this is not 3,800 watts. You know, it's going to be probably 50 watts per channel on a good day. And uh, that way you just know, you know, how, how much power is it really put out? Is it worth buying? Is the comp- Are the components any good? Things like that, because there is a reason why the Rockfords, the Kickers, the jail audios, the other brands that cost a lot more. There's a reason why they cost more. The wish amp wish amp. What is that? Uh, what do we say, Rob? Was it the, uh, what's the one that we have here that we haven't taken out yet? The autosyn, the autosyn thesis. You can look that one up. It's a $15,000 car audio amp. I think. Oh, It's not mine, but <laughs> and we've got a bad history of blowing up amps. So uh <laughs> this is why we did not test it the last time yeah. Rob was here because we blew like three amps up in a row and said, uh yeah, this is not yeah. a good time to test anymore. I have a I have a quick question. Oh uh I said we're not gonna take any more calls. Should we take another one or not? Oh yeah. sure. Why okay, not? all right. Let's do it. From. All right, here we go. State your name. And where are you calling from? Well, afternoon, gentlemen. How's it going? I'm not actually from the south. Uh, a little nervous. I'm from. Oh, you don't got to be nervous from with us. Central Illinois. I, I, I apologize for my tardiness because I just got home from work. All good. What's up? So I have a statement with a follow up question. Uh-huh. So recently I. Just as of a couple weeks ago, I just purchased my first turntable, which is a Sony LFX220, I believe is the model number. And it's middle range, $100. I went all in. Because I'm... Cutting, cutting out hard. You're cutting out, bro. So He's got two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> So you got you got two turntables. 
and a microphone. I'm just kidding. So, so what? what yeah. What's your question specifically? You were cutting out for a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was I was thinking on investing in a real to real tape machine, and I was wondering if I should save up a little bit more money and get a quadraphonic uh, stereo because I'm into uh, uh, surround sound and all of that stuff, and I know you're more of a stereo guy yourself. Or I could just, you know, cheap out a little bit and just get a stereo real to real machine, maybe get a little bit better speakers. But I just recently got some uh, JBL G five hundred, I believe, model number for free from an, uh, one of my dad's friends. It was a model I think made in the late nineties, and they're banging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're talking about real to real, and you're wondering if you should get a quadraphonic yeah. sound system. Now you're talking about some old school stuff, right? Oh, old yeah. school. I'm. I, let's, let's let's get it straight, right? So real to real, um, you know that's going to be on you. It sounds like if you have your mindset on that, you got to know mm-hmm. that that's going to be a tough route to find like stuff. But it's it, first of all, it looks cool. Yeah. It looks super cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Quadraphonic. You know what? I I don't. I haven't heard any quadraphonic. You know, stereo things. But uh, what do you guys mm-hmm. think? What do you guys think? I was just going to say, check uh, Techmoan on YouTube. Yes. Because he, he did a yeah, uh, pretty watched, detailed video. Yeah, I've watched video. 99% of his stuff on, on Real to Real okay. Tape, and I just think it's yeah, super he, well, interesting. He, not only the Real to Real, but he, he also talked about the quadraphonic and the pluses and minuses. And uh, I, I'm kind of like Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about that to give you a uh, a very good answer. Um, sounds like at this point, it, it's more for nostalgia type thing. You know, another good person to answer that. I don't know if you guys follow him, but uh, Steve Guttenberg, the audiophiliac. Yeah, maybe. Got a YouTube channel now. Maybe I have to look into him. Yeah, yeah, check him out. He he does a lot of this stuff. He does a lot of the new stuff, uh, a lot of bookshelves, all that. Well, because I'm a big Pink Floyd fan, and they do a lot with surround sound stereo mixing and all that craziness and i know there's a, a few things like a few albums that they've mixed on on uh quadraphonic and it's just i would say i would say you know what just try it out right doesn't hurt yeah. why don't you just get something on craigslist try it out and if you don't love it sell it and get something else you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah sorry i don't we don't have too much more of an answer besides that but yeah that's fine Hopefully that helps a little bit. Yeah, if it makes you happy, yeah. do it. Yeah, just try it. That's yeah. my answer. Is go for it. Okay. Anyway, hey, thanks for calling in. That was, that was tough to hear. Anyway, uh, we're at about an hour, guys. We did yeah. it. We did it. Hopefully you guys had fun with that. Uh, you didn't really get to finish up on your on your amp rating I, I did have a question for you here's the question the question is what is a safe uh how do you want to how do i want to say this um watts per dollar like what is the average like that's a realistic you know you get this amount of watts if you per dollar that you spend what's a safe area there for car audio car audio yeah yeah um 50 cents to a dollar per watt is um uh, it's going to get you real quality stuff. You don't have to spend quite that much anymore, okay. 
but uh, the the name brands like the Rockfords, the JLs, the Kickers, uh, you're looking at somewhere between fifty cents and a dollar per watt. I remember when it was a dollar per watt, but you're saying fifty cents now. Yeah, fifty cents is is pretty. That that's pretty much a like the higher end stuff because the the really cheap stuff is under ten cents a watt. And that's when you start getting suspicious. Well, yeah, but some of it's legit. That's ten cents a watt. I mean, because you can get a thousand watts for a hundred bucks now. Legit thousand watts for a hundred bucks. And it okay. So that is it's just when you get into that territory, that's when you have to be a little more careful. Yeah, of course. I mean, you're you're you know you're not going to have the reliability. You're not going to have the the better components inside you're a lot of times not it's not going to come with the base knobs and some of the extra features that you might need like the subsonic filters and things like that and yeah you're taking a chance but you know this is a throwaway society we live in now so people they want as much as they can get for as little as they want to pay and that's just unfortunately how people are man like my old uh uh class a cheater amp was probably what is that wattage per dollar terrible that was probably <laughs> like two dollars a watt. You know, that yeah. three, four dollars a watt is at some some point in time. Well, hey, I don't want to keep you guys too long. We have to do this again. We should do this again. If you guys Absolutely. had fun, let's do it again. Yeah, just we to, had a great we had a great time. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, I want to just bring everybody together. You know what I mean? Car audio, home audio, hi fi, you know, super expensive. Let's all get everybody together. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm glad yeah, you guys get, were on here. Let's get Techno Dad, and uh, we'll also let's also get some of the other guys next time. We can do like a complete roundhouse. Hey, we we can all go around to Best Buy and Walmart and look out their cardio section. Yes. Oh, that would be awesome. If you guys ever ever in SoCal, we're gonna do that. Next time oh, you guys yeah. are on, I'm not gonna suit up though. I'm just saying this is yeah. the last time. It's hot up in here with these lights. And I almost I got a shirt underneath this. I almost went. <laughs> I almost had to disrobe. El Jefe just got a quick shout out to El Jefe. He he makes uh he does reviews here on YouTube also. So I met him in person. Cool dude. Shout out El Jefe. Yeah. Well, thanks guys. I think that's it for right now. Hope you had fun, and uh, I'll leave some links to you guys's uh, channels down below. So in the description, you'll be able to check them out. Anyway, that's it. You guys, I want to say any last words. Final words. Make sure you check out Joe and Tails channel if you haven't subscribed already. Thanks, Joe, for having <laughs> us. Joe does fantastic work. He uh, puts a lot of work into his videos. You guys, uh, you, you may not know what goes on behind the scenes, but those of us who make videos know he does great work. Check out Techno Dad. Check out uh, High Five Vega. Gosh, there's so many channels I could talk about that I really enjoy because I don't watch anything anymore except for YouTube. And it's people like you guys who inspire me to do more videos and do a better job. So I, I just wanted to give you guys a quick shout out and thank you for everything that you do. Thank you, sir. Oh, you guys see that crazy flickering in the background? The battery's dying on the light. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. That means the show's almost over. All righty. Hey, guys. Oh, guys. Yeah. All right, everybody. In the chat, thank you guys for joining us. For everybody who called in, thank you for making the show just that much better. Anyway, that's it. Take care. Bye-bye. Later. We are here. <laughs>